Black Girl's Diary. Oh, Black Girl's Diary. Oh, Black Girl's Diary. Welcome back and this is a black girl's diary you know how we roll yeah so i'm taking you guys to class today and we're going to be taking a course on fuck boy 101 keep listening and enjoy the story from becky hello my name is becky and this is my input in the black girl's diary I was on 200 level when I started dating. I was in a relationship with a guy I met in 100 level that won me over using my friends. He used to buy them ice cream, buy them shawarma, give them money and like that, like that, Shad, Shad telling me how good he was, how lovely he was, how tall he was, how cute he was. Well, he didn't look very bad, he looked good. So he won them over and they won me over. So we started dating. It was quite popular in school, like everyone knew him especially guys they would just be ailing him and were going to be ailing him hey, bro, I enjoyed the attention he was receiving and I enjoyed the gifts I was receiving too or it was going on well and we're still together despite the fact that a lot of people thought we were going to break up we're still strong <laughs> we had lots of rules but we're fine a lot of things that we restricted ourselves from doing a lot of boundaries but I think he loved me I was foolishly in love with him so I really loved him but I noticed that after a while my friends won't interfere in our relationship again when i met them concerning some things that were happening they'll just sigh or they won't respond at all it wasn't a big deal to me sure. but that was the first signal i was receiving so it continued for a while i became quite popular again people will be alien me i'll be asking ah, ah, what is so spectacular about this boy that i'm dating so it was good looking but not as good looking as that kind of good looking that attracts a lot of girls his physique was okay he had brains then he gives I don't think that's the reason why people have known him after some time. I started hearing rumors from people who come and meet me. She told my male friends to come and meet me and tell me that. Ah, Becky, what happened to him? I saw Becky today. I saw him with someone else. I could fight her. I could go. So I was like, oh, they're just lying now. Nobody really wanted the relationship to work initially. So I was just very sure that they were all rumors and people were just making up those stories so I could break up with him. So I just ignored them and I would tell him about it. He would just laugh over it and say, I should not mind him. But tell me stories of girls that we're trying to get in girls that are trying to force themselves on him so he would just tell me those stories and i'll just forget about it so anything they came to tell me boys came to tell me some girls came to tell me about him i would just debunk the room and that was it he continued for a while for months i'll just be hearing a lot of things i'll be hearing a lot of cheese this classmen to come back to their hostels and they'll be just seeing about what he did in class and the stupid things he did and how he was disrespectful to lecturers in class and all that i think he enjoyed those bad things he was doing and he felt they made him popular and he felt that people liked him for being the troublemaker in class for being disrespectful for being one that supposedly stands up against his lecturers i think that was the reason why he was acting the way he was acting so after he does things like that and he spreads around the 
department that this boy did something like this people get to know him people get to show him attention people get to point fingers at him whenever it's passing so people get to know him people get to know the person's dates and continue to hear rumors about him and the affair that was happening with other girls so girls had big bum bum yeah they had big bum bum where they were thick and i caught him red and dead once or twice the first time i caught him he didn't run after me like the way i see movies like when you truly love a girl when you do something that she doesn't like or when you're cheating on her and she catches you you run after her chase and beg for her forgiveness kneel down boy he did not kneel down he did not stand up he did not do anything just stood there and continued doing whatever i was doing with the girl so i felt really disrespected i was indeed and i was like ah oh, this is the end this is the end but i still went back it was my first boyfriend and there was this love i just felt like anybody that's going to be my first boyfriend they weren't going to get married so so there was this bond i think i had with him so whatever i did it did not matter then i would just talk to him and tell him to consider me whatever he's doing and the humiliation i might be passing through then it would stop for some time and continue so that was how it went on and on and on and on the same girl you go to cafeteria with her we eat with her usually the girl you eat with aside your cosmic to be your girlfriend so you take her out you eat with her after that they'll go around dark places and do what people tell me they do i would confront him and he would deny it. i had a friend then she knew all these she was in his department she was my close friend so there was one day i was like see i'm cutting everything off i'm just tired of it i'm going to meet this boy now and think that it's over between us she was like can't do it can't do it can't do it my mind i knew i was not up to it though i knew i was scared it was on the school feed at night and i was in my own Still, my school field is not so far but was I called him and told him I wanted to see him was it a girl I told him that I should please excuse me and give me a few seconds to talk to him he left her alone I think she said something on that like what's what happened something like that and while he was approaching me I was really scared I didn't know if I wanted to let this guy go like he just had few faults nobody's perfect I might never find anyone as perfect as it was again in life so I was really scared letting him go so I just developed cold feet and my friend was like Becky go and meet this man what are you doing to yourself? What's going on? You're just playing yourself. So she was just talking to me and I should just gingering me up and I just went and told her, Oh boy, I'm tired, I'm done, I'm tired. Oh the boy didn't know saying to not feel anything, he never come back, he never hold my hand, he just walked away and I walked away. And that was it. That was the second to last day of school session. So after I cut off with him, I was so happy that I was going home. So I wanted to be exposed to all the things I was doing again. So I'll get over him easily. When I got home, I just had to talk to myself. Sometimes I felt I made very bad decisions because it was emotionally traumatic for me i didn't know how to deal with it i had a problem i had to deal with a new identity people already knew us together as a couple i wanted to see me differently so i just walked into the salon and i just cut my hair chopped everything off and i was so excited about it i don't know why i just felt new i just felt different i just felt like i wasn't the one that was dating that kind of monster i just felt really good about it that was how i started the natural journey when i got to school of course people still recognized me but it was not so easy again because I looked quite different to the haircut I did so it made me feel good it made me get lots of compliments so after I chopped my hair I think I created a new identity for myself I started natural hair journey so something I started developing interest in their liking so I started being a naturalista and now I'm a, a doctor I've learned about my hair I've learned about lots of hairs and now I can give prescriptions I've really found something I love so I just feel like the relationship just led me into something i really wanted to do into something i could not have found if i wasn't in that relationship and that's how god turned my sorrow into blessing <laughs> thank you for listening to this testament of my relationship bye
do not ignore red flags in a relationship i know relationship with one's first love can be very overwhelming you're like oh my god this is my first boyfriend this is my first girlfriend i'm going crazy fam calm down your first love doesn't mean it has to be your last bus stop if you're not happy if you think you're being treated like garbage please don't stand for it make your way out of whatever that is well this wouldn't be a class if i don't drop some notes so i did a little research i am not talking from experience i beg i compiled a list on how to spot a fuck boy so number one their sweet talk game is a hundred like they can sweet talk you to death like when they talk to you you actually believe that okay this guy is down for me like hundred percent they say all those sweet things and you're mesmerized and you just think you found the right one don't be fooled they're just really smooth yeah they're smooth like that number two they make wild and big plans it's boys like this that will make plans in advance they will make plans two months before and tell you okay we're going to go on a boat cruise or we're going to go to so 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 please plans that you can just meet at a restaurant and eat but no they don't want those kind of plans they want plans like they're going skydiving mm-hmm. <laughs> i know i'm paying too much but you get the idea they make plans like that and they never follow through with it number three they never instigate a meeting they just make those plans or they put the idea in your head but they never instigate the meeting they never give you a definite date like okay this is when we're going to meet and this is where we're going to meet and this is how we're going to go about it the plan is never concluded you just find out that everything is just floating there's never a definite plan number four they love late night texts anybody that texts you by 2 a.m asking you you up you up text is a scam you are not up i am not up i am sleeping (laughs) i am not up i am not up okay moving on number five they will act like your boyfriend like they will know your father your mother your sister your friends your cousin your uncle your auntie they will know your family members but at the end of the day when you look at it your relationship is not defined you don't know what you guys are doing you just know it's around and it's taking the place of a boyfriend but it's not actually your boyfriend number six they will gaslight the hell out of you fuck boys are manipulative like they will gaslight you to the extent that you have to question your sanity and you have to start asking questions like okay did i hear this wrong did i hear that wrong they are never direct they never answer your question as yes or no and the reason why they do this is in the future when such topic comes up again they'll be able to defend themselves and say i never said yes to this i never said no to this so what are you talking about that's all i compiled on this list and let me just get this straight they are fuck girls too i don't want to sound gender biased they are fuck girls too i am talking on fuck boys because it's related to the story from becky just note that they're fuck boys and they're fuck girls so final note it is okay to say you've had enough and walk away from anything or anyone that is not making you happy 
it's okay don't feel like you owe anybody anything if you're not happy walk away please so that'll be all on this episode don't forget to follow on instagram and twitter and also comment at up close with zoe if you have any contrary thing to say about this list about what i just dropped just let me know eat me up on twitter eat me up on instagram eat me up on whatsapp anyhow you want to do it let's communicate bye guys